there's no place like home for the holidays and no matter how far away you If you pine for the sunshine of a friendly gaze For the holidays you can Welcome back, listener, to another episode of Horror for the Holidays Stocking Stuffer. I'm Jay Logsdon. I'm Jeff Searcy. And uh, I'm taking the reins of this episode as I'm yeah. going to destroy Jeff's uh, kidneys. Liver? Liver. Liver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, a, with a stocking stuffer that I call last year's Christmas beers. Oh, no. I, uh, I stocked up on a bunch of uh, cheap leftover uh, Christmas beer that I could find at Hy-Vee. Uh-oh. And uh, Jeff, we're going we're gonna to sample all of them. Oh, I knew something like this was going to happen. So uh, I'm going to open this uh, handy Joe Bob cooler that I got. Yep, very cool. But yeah, I knew something was wrong with this because uh, I was like, okay, so whose stocking stuffer idea are we doing this time? Oh, mine. It's got to be mine, especially now that I've acquired this last item. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. And I could I could go get one last thing, too. <laughs> oh, no. I might, I, might, I might do that. So uh, first one. Is uh, it's a it's a regular it's a it's a regular of the uh, uh, holiday beer variety Shiner's Holiday Cheer uh, uh, out of Shiner Texas. Uh, what I, I I like a good Shiner every once in a while, and uh, but their holiday beer is really really good. So this is uh, brewed with peaches and pecans. All right, here we go. Oh no. Got your handy uh, Krampus cup from Fright Rags. Uh, Indeed. <laughs> it's probably right. going to be the most fun thing about this, Jay. Disagree. <laughs> this is going to be great. Well, it smells like beer. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I love this one, but but I'll, I'll 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 take a sip with you. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Hmm. <sighs> Not the worst beer I've ever had. I really like it. I think you could. I'm. Um, the bottles aren't as good as the uh, like as uh, as on tap, which I think is kind of a common yeah uh, issue with beer, and I, I I think even with fountain drinks usually, yeah. uh, I'd rather get something from a fountain than get something in a bottle or a can. But the uh, but this one like you can really I I think you can really taste kind of the peach flavor to it. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know that you, it may be a little bit of the nuttiness from the pecans, but I I always think the peach flavor pairs really nicely in this beer. It doesn't just taste like hops, so it's got that going for it. The, uh, the, uh, there's a, there's a, so like I always, I always think like, uh, Texas Roadhouse, right? Yeah. They, they have Shiner on tap, so I'm always like, oh, I wonder if they'll have this at, uh, at Christmas time. They never do. Um, but there is a, there's a place in Ankeny over in their Old Town District that does carry this on tap every Christmas. Oh. And so that's, that's the one time I've had it on tap was there. And it was, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. Interesting. Yeah. Like I said, not terrible. I love the, uh, the white and red and green, uh, bottle, um, with the, uh, kind of the Christmas stuff. Whenever I see these in stock, it's always one of the, one of the must grabs. Yeah. I mean, it's. 
I've had a lot of different kinds of beer, not liked hardly any of them except for the stuff we've had from Barntown. But uh, this is not terrible. Don't worry, there's a couple of those in here too. Okay, that's in, good. In fact, there's about four of those in here. That's good. Uh, next up is Fat Orange Cat Brewing. You had me at meow. <laughs> okay. Um, and what? Why was this Christmas? Uh, there, I think there's like snowflakes and Christmas decorations on the on uh, the can. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Snow uh, sour ale with cranberry, cara cara orange, star fruit, and spices. All right. Well, it smells like orange juice. So I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do a little bit. I'm not sure how good this is gonna be. Yeah, as I say, just a little splash in there is fine. Get a um, little sample of this. Looks like uh, Fat Orange Cap Brewing is out of uh, North Haven, Connecticut. Mm. Um, I don't know. Nothing exciting written on their can. <laughs> Every once in a while, you get one of these with a fun thing written on their can. All right. All right. Bottoms up. <sighs> Meh. It's very, very sour of the sour beers. Yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty sour. I'd, I'd almost call it a Goza, which is kind of one of the, I think, one of the more sour types of sours. Oh, okay. Um, I know you're not a beer drinker, but that, yeah, that's kind that's of, kind of giving me, like, Goza kind of flavors. You know a lot more about this stuff than I do. I, I, I always think uh, it's a missed opportunity. If there's some brewer listening to this podcast, um, make a make a beer and call it, like, Goza, <laughs> Gozarian. <laughs> that would be pretty good. And, uh, and, yeah, do that. That'd be great. I'd buy that yeah. beer. Uh, yeah, not really getting much orange flavor out of it. Very, very strong on, like, the citrus kind of, kind of, like, I, I don't think I get any cranberry flavor at all. I was gonna say, I'd say, if I was guessing, I'd say this is, like, a lemon beer, maybe. Yeah, very, very strong on that citrus kind of flavor, but, uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing to write home about for that guy, I don't think. It's very, uh, dear lemon lima tasting. <laughs> Alright, grab the next one here. Oh, God, here we go. We got uh, Barntown Frozen Dream, which is orange sherbet, tangerine, and caracara orange. Hey, it's the same kind of flavor. Mm. Let's see who did it better. I'm guessing Barntown. All right. That's good. That looks like orange juice. It does. It smells like orange juice, too. It looks like it looks like concentrated yeah, orange juice. I was going to say, it looks like the kind you used to unfreeze and mix with water. That is that's ex that's absolutely what I'm getting from the smell. Yeah. Um, can has a blue and orange. Uh, that is a cool design. Yeah, design on it. I thought it was going to be more dreamsicle based off the name. Mm. So it might be. Let's taste. Proves to uh, to maybe read before you before you buy stuff. Uh, the best one so far, definitely. It's very 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 heavy on the orange flavor. I like orange. And this, yeah, definitely. And this, it tastes like orange juice, pretty much. This is why Bar in Town is so dangerous. No, it really does. It really <laughs> does taste just like a glass of orange juice. Like, you know, have this with breakfast, and then mm -hmm. you won't go. You won't show up to work. And <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I got up for work earlier. All, all I did was drink a big glass of orange juice. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely the best one for me so far. All right, and then another another one of my favorites. This one's one that I always. Uh, always like is uh out of here in a confluence here in des moines uh there's a uh the confluence is the name of the brewery they do they do a kind of a series of 
Christmas beers. They do like St. Nick's gingerbread ale oh. and they do kind of like a holiday, uh, like a holiday saison or something like that. Now, th- those are both fine, but I always look forward to the uh, Doppelmarsen Weather Beacon Red beer. Uh, to me, like that's it's Christmas time when uh, when that's when Confluence releases that. I always think this one's really solid. It's got a nice uh, kind of picture of the Des Moines weather beacon kind of art. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> yeah. Pop art kind of thing. <laughs> it's a pretty cool design. Uh, it smells like beer. Weather Beacon Red Doppelmarsen. This winter warmer beer is named in honor of the weather beacon at five a 500-foot tower that ascended Des Moines skyline from 1960 to 2012. The beacon's light proved an instant forecast. Weather Beacon Red, warmer weather ahead. Weather Beacon White, colder weather in sight. Weather Beacon Green, no change in weather foreseen. Weather Beacon Flashing Night or Day, precipitation is on the way. Weather Beacon Purple, utter chaos ensues. That's not on there. <laughs> um, a bigger, bolder version of our Oktoberfest beer. Our Weather Beacon Red is a rich, complex, medium-toasted malty lager with a residual sweetness that comes from the addition of locally sourced Iowa honey. While the lights on the tower have gone cold, a glass of our Weather Beacon Red will always keep you warm. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. But I'm always a big fan of this one. This one's, like I said, this one's one I always look forward to. Let's try it, Noble. Gotta fill up the Krampus cup. Uh, you ready for this? Man, I keep I keep banging stuff into stuff. I'm gonna have like a stack of like beer cans in front of me by the time this is done. This I I maybe I maybe uh, underestimated how this was gonna go. <laughs> All right, well here we go. All right, you know there was a famous episode of Jordan Jesse Go. It might might have been a bonus <sighs> episode. <laughs> Jeff did not like that. Um, <laughs> where. Uh, they did a drinking game based off of uh, segments they did on the show, like reoccurring bits. Yeah. And and so they just sat down to basically just like record an episode and just kind of bullshit. And then like every time they brought up an old bit, like they had to take a drink because the fans picked what what the uh, rules for the drinking game were. Yeah. I, I feel like we're going to wind up about as drunk as them by the end of this. Well, it's beer. I can tell you that. It's definitely beer. It's... See, I really like this one. I think this one has a nice kind of, like, it really does have kind of a sweet flavor to it. Um, it, you know, it's yes, it's very malty. It's very, yeah, it's got, true. it's got a lot of those, you know, hallmarks of a beer. But I, I just, I love kind of the sweetness that this one carries. Yes, this is what when I think of a beer, what it tastes like. This is pretty much it. But it's, I, this one's just, I, I think like. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's kind of like a Coors Light or something like that, like a like like a very or like a Bud or something like that, like a very traditional kind of beer. But it it it, it does taste better. Like well, it does I was have, gonna say it doesn't have the same like uh, nasty aftertaste as like a Bud or a Coors or mm. something like that. So it is better in that regard. But yeah, basically what you would expect from like a beer. But yeah, I love this one. Like I said, this one's one that I always look forward to. Last year I was still able to find it into February. Nice. Um, it's just, it's a fun one. Like like I said, when I see it, like, I know, like, Thanksgiving Christmas is coming up, so. Yeah, I do remember the weather beacon. Shame they had to take it down. Yep. I blame, I don't know, Mayor County. I don't know. Sure, why he's, not? he's no longer mayor. We could blame him. I blame uh, Tom Vilsack. <laughs> no, he hasn't been governor for, like, 25 years. I blame... 
Terry Branstad. There we go. <laughs> Terry Branstad. Who's that? Uh, all right, next one. Oh boy, there's so many of these noble. Now we're gonna be uh, alternating between barn towns and uh, um. I don't know the name of this company. Lime Ventures from Concord, California. Well, it's imported from Lime Ventures. Who's it's uh, Ridgeway Brewing in Oxfordshire? Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, that at least looks like a Christmas bottle. It's right. got a green cap. We got Bad Elf, uh, four four point five percent alcohol, winter ale. Oh boy. There's three of these. Um, I find I can find these at Hy-Vee every once in a while. I've I've always wanted to try them, and uh, this is the perfect excuse. No, no. Um, the one that I the one that I kick myself about was a couple years ago. I was at Hy-Vee. And they had a beer called Black Christmas. Ah. And, like, the design was even kind of, like, Black Christmassy, and I just never bought it. Not because I didn't want to buy it, but because there wasn't a price tag on it. And that had me worried that it was going to be, like, a $20 beer. <laughs> hey, that's always possible. Especially at high V. I I think I saw a beer that was over $100 there the other mm-hmm. day. No, it's, it's wild, some of the stuff that they stock and still sell. Got a yeah. This one's got a green cap. It's got a on the label. It's got a picture of a angry looking elf and a big, uh, big beer, uh, beer barrel behind him. Beer Stein. And I. He's, oh boy. <laughs> I can already tell by the smell of that. I'm not gonna like it. Uh, let's see what it says on the side. Tis a heavy hand. What adds the hops to this festive amber ale? Truth be told. There's near to three pounds of fresh hops goes in every barrel of this treasured brew. Jesus. And it's conditioned right in the bottle. So please pour gently into your best flagon, leaving that wee bit of natural yeast behind. Ears to your elf, Peter Scholey Brewer. <laughs> oh, God. That's basically all the things I don't want to hear on a beer label. <laughs> you know those hops you don't like the taste of? It's... Well, there's a lot of them. Oh, man. This is going to be a repeat of that... Uh, <laughs> Of that, uh, what, uh, Santa Claus beer, C-L-A-W-S, oh, yes. where we drank that beer and watched the movie Santa Claus. What an episode that was. Oh, boy. Yes. Ooh, very, very beer I was going to say, this smells like uh, when I cracked open my first can of Bud. <laughs> Not Bud Light, just the regular Bud. Oh, man. I, 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 my, my favorite experience with Bud was uh, towards the end of my time as a, uh, of a, at uh, college. Wow, here I'm... <laughs> wow, this is getting... This episode is getting out of hand. Uh, <laughs> towards the end of my time at college, uh, my my co-RA and I uh, played Halo online, but the rule... I, I think we were doing a power hour yeah. with, with Bud Heavy, and we were also alternate... Like, we were also, like, every time we died, we also took a shot. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got very, very drunk by the end of that episode. I can imagine. And then someone went and got La Juanitas, which if uh, anybody here knows anything about Sioux City, La Juanitas is the uh, is the place to go to get tacos. Uh, mm. it's, uh, it's this little hole in the wall that has a line that goes out the door on like Friday and Saturday nights into the parking lot. Um, I think they only take cash. Wow. Tacos. I Last time I was there, tacos were a buck twenty-five a taco. Nice. And like a burrito was like four dollars. <laughs> oh, it was great. Uh, all right, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to stall this anymore. All right, I'm excited to see your reaction, Jeff. Oh, here we go. All right, over the lips, past the gums, look out stomach, here it comes. 
Oh, oh. God. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's beer, all right. I'm also going to say that's not very good. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of that. I've been staring at this one for years every time it pops up, and I've never bought it. Uh, my first and uh, basically last drinking experience was at a graduation, high school graduation party. So, yes, obviously not legal age anyway. But uh, plenty of Bud Light around. Uh, but So I was like, ah, well, Bud Light, that looks like some pushy shit, Jay. I'm going to go after that there Bud Heavy. <laughs> Big mistake. I mean, I disagree. Your last drinking experience was your bachelor party. Well, that was, that was the first time. that Actually, my bachelor party was the first time I was ever like, you know, like blind, don't remember what happened drunk. I was just regular drunk at the uh, graduation party. But it was uh, no. The only thing I found there that I liked was an apple cider flavored uh, like liquor thing somebody had. Ciders are always pretty good. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big cider fan. All I remember is challenging and winning a swimming race <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll all like I said, we'll alternate between these uh but these very very distinct Christmas beers and and barn towns here going out. Yeah. So let's reach into the the Joe Bob cooler and pick out another one. I got to say the Bad Elf is bad, Jay. All right. Barn Towns Lemon Bar Sour, one of my favorites. All right, here we go. So according to Jay, apparently I like sours. Is the kind of beer that I like. I think you like dessert beers. Instantly smells like smells like a lemon bar. If you want to, get to grab a whiff of that before I start pouring, yes, it does smell like a lemon yep. bar. This but is one. Um, I think this year it looks like lemonade. This year they've been a little. I think it's a little weaker than last year's. Last year's I thought was a little more was a, was a little more of that like lemon bar flavor. Mm. Last year I went and got it, and I literally sat there and I went. I feel like I'm sitting in a church basement at like a potluck and this is the like like the and i'm sitting there eating a lemon bar like that that was kind of the feel i got this this one still tastes really good but it doesn't have that same kind of bring me back to that moment i'll pour mine i really like that orange one so we'll see how i like this one i'm not a big of lemon fan as i am orange fan so let's see all right why don't you give that guy a shot? Man, we're gonna we're gonna have so many of these bangs <laughs> as as I've now got five different <laughs> beer vessels in front of me. Are you saying we're on some sort of bang bus, Jay? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> we're certainly not some kind of bang bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I think I, like it, it. I think it's delicious. I think I think out of the ones we've had, minus maybe the Shiner Cheer and the Weather Beacon Red. I love this. Uh, I love this uh, lemon bar sour. Honestly, I think I just like Barn Town beer in general because all the Barn Town beer you've given me so far, I've liked. And they always do a good job, man. I I really hope next year they bring, or I guess later this year because now we're in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um, I hope they bring back uh, uh, that Ecto Cooler beer so we can we can try that on the podcast. I definitely have to try that. All right, Noble. But yeah, one of my favorites. Um. On the can is a uh, is a stack of lemon bars. Yeah, no, sitting out there. Whoever designs their cans does a really good job. No, I think they do a great job. Man, goddamn it, <laughs> Jay Logsdon in the banging hour. All right, grab another one. Uh oh, here we go. All right, we got lump of coal 
from uh also from imported from Lime Ventures, I'm assuming uh also brewed in Oxfordshire, yep. Yet another bummed out holiday, lump of coal dark holiday stout is a liquid co- co- uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's getting to him, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a liquid is a, concoction. Is liquid consolation. <laughs> it's a deep, rich, sweetly rewarding stout to take the edge off that grim family gathering, that cheerless annual festival of alienation. This brew is as dark as it gets, as black as the lump of coal you'll be getting for Christmas, because let's face it, you've been pretty bad this year. We have been <laughs> naughty this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, this year's barely begun, Jay. You would say we've been naughty, naughty, and we need to be punished. Punished? Oh, no. With uh, with more beer. I was going to say, I'm going to be punished with this, I'm sure, because everything you just described does not sound like something I would like. I know, I know you said I probably don't like stouts. Oh, man, this this uh, this loosey-goosey episode, this uh, stocking stuffer is the most loosey-goosey of the loosey-gooseys. Well, actually, <laughs> I know uh, the thing you said I don't like, and I agree with you, is uh, IPA. Yeah. I just, I'm not an IPA fan. Uh, IPAs are a very acquired, I'm not even a big IPA fan. My brother loves IPAs. Oh, like. uh, okay. This looks way dark it smells like uh again like the bud heavy i'm running out of space to put these uh <laughs> put these half drank bottles of beer my, <laughs> my co-host lush over there is running out of desk space for all of his empty beers it, it smells so much like it's, a stout i was gonna say this smells this is what you imagine a beer to smell like <laughs> it is it is so stinky like <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to drink this. I know it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, man, maybe maybe Oxfordshire doesn't make good beers. Maybe that's what we're learning here. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're ready, ah, oh, I'm wounded. Yeah, pretty strong. <laughs> Very dark beer. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just. It kind of like trickled its way out of the bottle. I, I tipped it, and it like took a second before it went into Jeff's cup. The sludge. <laughs> this is not for human consumption. No, it's not. I I don't think that one's very good. I'm sorry, whoever runs this brewery in Oxfordshire, your stuff isn't very good. Yeah, I mean, it's stacked up against Barntown. I mean, what are you going to do? All right, next up is the pineapple upside down cake from right. Barntown. This is exciting because pineapple is one of my favorite fruits. It's got a picture of a bunch of uh, pineapple slices with that pineapple rings with that uh, red cherry. Um, man, I hope our listener Daisy Shylass isn't from... Uh, is it from Oxfordshire? She's going to be really upset if, if here we are, you know, bashing on Oxford. Well, we can only tell the truth. I don't know what to tell you. Instantly, very, very sweet scent. All right. If, Jeff, if you want to grab a uh, whiff of that. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what else. Yeah. I mean, all these Barntown beers smell good. Kind of a rich kind of, I'd say a red flavor or red coloring kind of looks like that uh, cherry that sits in the pineapple ring yeah, on a pineapple say, upside yeah. down cake. Looks kind of like uh, uh, passion fruit punch Mountain Dew, if you've ever seen that. All right. All right, here we go. It's a bar in town, so I'm not scared of this one. Gluten-free sour with pineapple cherry cake and brown sugar. Cherry comma cake, oh. not cherry cake. Cherry cake. <laughs> that, that would be a different thing. All right, well. This episode's getting very out of hand very quickly. I was going to say, I don't think you quite calculated this correctly, Jay. 
I know. I I I I underestimated, overestimated. You I underestimated know. the amount of beers and overestimated our alcohol tolerance level. Imagine me being sober, having to edit this episode. Uh oh. All right, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. I mean, it's good. It's a bar in town. I think you get that. Uh, you get that pineapple flavor almost immediately. Kind of. Yeah, the cherry is very strong too. Yep. Definitely taste both. I don't know that I'm getting much of like brown sugar or or cake. I ever the every once in a while they do like a pastry stout, and I'm yeah. not always a biggest fan of those. Um, well, I mean, if you're putting pineapple in something, that flavor is always going to be overpowering. Pineapple is just a strong flavor. And like they've done a couple like pie flavored uh, beers over at Bartown, mm. and those are the ones that I always think are kind of the weakest because uh, like it's like almost to make up for like the crust they have like a weird flavor in them. Mm. That I I would describe as pastry. And here I am hiccuping. <laughs> like a real lush. <laughs> Jay Logson, professional drinker. Oh, I'm amateur at best. <laughs> this no, is, this is like the first it. beer I've probably had in weeks. <laughs> oh my god. What's been going on over here? <laughs> I'd say probably about two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Noble break into the fridge and drink all your supply. No, these have been these have just been sitting. Oh. Uh. I watched the um, I watched the Packers Cowboys game sober, so I was like, "Oh, we'll continue the uh, <laughs> we'll continue the trend, and I'll watch the Packers 49ers game sober." Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> uh, no, the only time I drink is with you, pretty much. Uh, it's not bad though. I, I that pineapple upside down um, upside down cake sour is pretty good from Barntown. I gotta say, I like them all. I have not had a Barntown thing yet that I haven't liked. One of my favorite things, one of my few favorite things that is not like one of their dessert sour beers is the, uh, they do a, like a Mexican beer right around Cinco de Mayo. Oh, okay. And they put like a little bit of like, like, I don't know, like taco seasoning or some kind of like Mexican spice in it or something. Cool. Amazing beer. Like, and it's got like a, like just a hit of like spice on the back end. Nice. And I, I like, even that one's like really, really good. Yeah, all the ones I've tried so far, I've liked. Uh, have you tried their root beer? Uh, no, their root beer is really I'd good, say too. It's really good, too, yeah. All right. The last one uh, from whoever it is, we got Very Bad Elf. Oh, uh, we got to finish on one of these, Jay. Oh, no, we've still got one left for Burnt oh, thank God. Uh, Special Reserve Ale. It's got an elf uh, with a giant pair of scissors. Oh, um, no. Visioning something like uh, the movie Inside with that large pair of scissors. <laughs> Uh, when we get there, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, so this is going to be a stronger version of the Bad Elf, I basically. would assume so. So it's going to taste even worse. Yeah. Um, special res- uh, don't open till Christmas on a large present that he's opened, and he's got a look on his face that says, like, who, me? <laughs> yep, pretty much. All right, let's read the side. Oh, no. It's just my imagination, queried old Santa surveying the scene, or is my elf only getting worse and worse every year? What's next? Seriously bad elf? I'll wager. Mark my words. The very bad elf is one fine ale, rich, hearty, and flavorful, brewed in an original 1795 Thames Valley recipe with a very special pale amber malt that is rarely used nowadays and balanced by a modest addition of English... Oh man, I don't know what the... Fuggle? <laughs> it's got a lot of fuggle in of it, English fuggle aroma hops <laughs> oh, Here's no. to you elf Oh yeah that's what I need Some hops called fuggle 
straight from the Thames, that dirty, dirty river. <laughs> I was going to say, what is this fucking London shit water beer? I mean, I love the Thames. That's uh, <laughs> that's where uh, West Ham's old name was Thames Ironworks FC. So. Oh, okay. The best football club in the world. The world sewer. <laughs> oh, I heard the best burn of the British ever, Jay. All right, lay it on me. Are you ready for this? I just hope our British listener isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't upset by this. <laughs> the flavor of their food and the beauty of their women made the British the best sailors in history. <laughs> uh, it's got a red cap. Um, so we've had red, green, and yellow for the three... Uh, I don't even remember the name of this brewery. It's that one in uh, Connecticut. That one in Oxfordshire. <laughs> All right. going to take a whiff of this before I pour it for Jeff. Oh, no. That smells like beer. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm just wondering how strong it is. <laughs> Get a little. I'll do a little more. All right. All right. That's good. Oh, God. That's the strongest smell by far. I had to put that back down. <laughs> Mine is mixed with all the other beers, and it's hard to tell what, what <laughs> smells like what anymore. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's what? There you go, very bad elf. You can sit back there in the corner. <laughs> Why did you think this was a good episode? I don't know. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> oh, no. Will it will it make good content? We've only been going for like 20 minutes. This isn't even like... <laughs> this is like half an episode. <laughs> well, that's all right, Jay. Uh, you being inebriated will make one of my ideas even better. <laughs> I got a, a horror movie quiz for you, Jay, to see how uh, good you are at horror movie knowledge. Oh, man. Do we want to add that on just to we the end of this episode? Well. All right. Three, two, one. Let's go. All right. Oh... It hurts. No, it's not very good. It's not good. This brewery is not good. So is this in Connecticut or is this in England? This is in England. Okay. The Connecticut one was the uh was the Oh the fat cat orange cat. The cat one, okay. There's a that has me that thinking. That one wasn't very good either. There's like a there's like a YouTube channel called like Orange Cat and the guy like reads scary stories. Mm. And I think like I think it has done like some Christmas stories, that's why I'm I'm aware of him. Um, and like, I wonder if, I wonder if that guy stopped making scary Christmas, like scary content on YouTube and, and started brewing beer. I don't know. All I know is this English beer. I, I don't know about this. No, th- these are not very good. <laughs> don't worry. We've got one last barn tent. Jeff's just grabbing his, uh, his bottle of Coke and taking a drink to clear his palate. Ugh. All right, I've got I got a little bit left to finish before we break yeah, out that last. Yeah, year. you finish that, Jay. That's your punishment for this. <laughs> Punish? <laughs> Where's Billy when we need him? Uh, he'll be in New Jersey in like two months, three months. Have him come stand over your shoulder and make you finish all those beers. <laughs> that would be a terrible decision. <laughs> oh, that is not very good at all. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. All right. Well, we'll round out here before we break into Jeff's. Uh, Horror movie quiz. All right. At least we get to finish on a barn town. We got a barn town lit. Berry Christmas. All right. This is the most Christmassy of all the Christmassy. I guess we kind of started and ended with maybe the most Christmassy beers. It's a gluten-free sour with electrolytes. Um, Does not say what the flavors are supposed to be. So I guess we'll figure it out as we go. 
Well, their lits are very. I my brother describes them as very like cool lady. It's got a deep red kind of coloring to it. <laughs> that one was Jeff. That one was Jeff putting stuff down on the desk. Yeah, that's right. I was putting stuff down this time. I still got to drive home after this, ladies and gentlemen. We've also have to. We also have to watch a movie. Maybe maybe we'll sober up. I was say I better order like some Long John Silvers or something. Jay, <laughs> drink so, some water to get sober ready. this up. All right, here we go. I mean, it smells good. It is good. That's very good. Tastes I like it. very cranberry. Yes, definitely. Um, I think that's that's the main flavor. Maybe a raspberry. It's kind of a flavor. A little bit, too. yeah. No, honestly, it makes me think of my grandma's uh, cranberry sauce. Really good though. I, I'm I'm really impressed with this. This is this, this is probably this might be the best one we've done. Bar in town always wins. I don't know. I just like their beer. No, I think that's I think that's really really good. I'm really impressed with that. No, very taste of cranberry or like raspberry. Very strong. I think there's maybe a little bit of like lemon flavor or lime flavor. Yeah, uh, to kind of no. cut the sweetness. It's definitely got a little bit of like tang to it. But yeah, really, really good. That 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 is that is hands down. I think the best one we've had this whole time. Um, so I mean, that that's certainly my number one. I assume it's Jeff's number one. Um, honestly, I think the orange one is still my number okay. one. Okay. Um, orange dream or whatever it was. And I mean, the worst ones were the three bad yes. elves and oh, the lump God. of coal. England, do better. Is this what you guys are drinking over there? Uh, yeah, they, they go and drink this before they watch the footy, Jeff. <laughs> that don't sound good to me, mate. Oh, I'm gonna go, gonna go watch the watch the Dagenham and Redbridge versus Wrexham game. Four goals, four goals, just enough for one night. Jay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, We're gonna transition into this uh, horror quiz. Yeah, let's now. transition into this quiz. See how well I do. <laughs> All right. Well, this I saw this the other day. It's a Reader's Digest. Oh boy! Test your horror knowledge. One hundred horror movie questions. Oh man! All right, let's do it. All right, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Question one. What is widely considered to be the first horror movie ever made? I have no idea. Um, widely considered to be the first horror movie ever made. Also, uh, listeners, feel free to play along and let us know how many you got. Um, man, it's got to be something like, I don't know, cat people. I'll give you a hint. It's in the 1800s. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know. It's got to be so it's got to be something earlier than cat people. It's got to be something like Frankenstein or Dracula? Uh, it's 1898's The House of the Devil. Never even heard of that. I've I heard of Ty no West's either. House of the Devil. I think that's a very different movie. I'm guessing it's maybe connected somehow. All right, question two. I know you'll get this one. All right. What is the name of Nev Campbell's character in Scream? Uh, Sidney Prescott. Correct. All right. Woo! We're on the board. <laughs> Question three. Uh, in Jeepers Creepers, the creeper rises every how many years to feed? Oh, shit. It's like 16. 23 years. Oh, well, I was way off. A weird number, but for some reason I remember that. <laughs> oh, here we go. What is the name of the summer camp where Friday the 13th takes place? Camp Crystal Lake. Correct. Oh, should we do Jeopardy answers? Should we do, should I, should I try to do Jeopardy answers? <laughs> I mean, you might as well. All right. We could, could make it more entertaining. Uh, <laughs> what kind of allergy does Charlie have in Hereditary? Um, 
an allergy to phone poles. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but what allergy triggers the attack? I that would leads assume to that? I've not seen Hereditary, but I know I know what you're talking about. Um is it is it like chocolate? It's a very common allergy. Peanuts. I would say. Uh, it's a nut allergy. Okay. I'll give that to you. All right. All right. What is the name of the possessed young girl in The Exorcist? Uh, Regan. Yes. In which state does the Blair Witch Project take place? Oh, shit. It's one of those northeastern states. It is. Uh, Maine. Maryland. Damn it. You were close. I was close. Who plays Pennywise in 2017's It, Jay? Um... I'll give you a hint. Stellan Skarsgård. No, Bill. Peter Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. In the ring, how long do people have to live after watching the videotape? Seven days. Correct. Who plays Chucky's love interest, Tiffany, in Bride of Chucky? Um, Oh, shit. What's Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Who directed acclaimed horror movies Get Out and Us? Jordan Peele. Correct. Uh, what year was the first Saw movie released? Oh shit! Um, so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk my way through this. I want to say I saw Saw two in ooh, 2004 2005. I want to say, man, I keep burping. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna try to edit all those out. I'm gonna say, and I know that there's the scene that Saw took place like the day before 9 11. So I'm going to say I'm going to say 2022 or not 2002, sorry. 2004. Damn it. Okay. Uh what is the name of the man Dr. Caligari controls in the cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Uh I have no idea. I don't that 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 is old like old classic horror is is probably my biggest blind spot. I'll try to do this as Italian as possible. Um it's an Italian name. Right? Okay, all right, an Italian name. Um, Alessandro Diamanti. <laughs> Cesare. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, in which horror movie do, do Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Ryan Felipe star together? I know what you did last summer. Correct. You know, I've not done a single... I said I was going to answer these Jeopardy style, and I've not answered a single one of them well, Jeopardy style. Jay is very drunk at this point, so I'm not surprised. Uh, in what city does Rosemary's Baby take place, Jay? I have no idea. Think, New York. Uh, yes, you're right. As I say, think of a place that would shelter Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> with his with his weird mob dad that and his brothers, Matthew McConaughey, or whatever's going on. But yes, uh, it is New York City. All right, here we go. Uh, this is, for whatever reason, you said this is one of your dad's favorite movies, I think. Oh, Silence of the Lambs? Yes. There are two serial killers at the center of Silence of the Lambs. What are their names? Hannibal Lecter. Correct. And, oh man, I, I don't know, his re- Buffalo Bill is what yes. they call him. They want his killer name, so yeah. They, he goes, do you think I'm sexy? I think I'm sexy. <laughs> and they play Goodbye Horses in the background. <laughs> Uh, in Halloween, Michael Myers, as a child, kills his teenage sister. What was her name? Oh shit! Um, I should know that. I I should know this. Judith. Correct. All right, man. Woo. Pulled that one out. 
Uh, which author of scary books holds the record for the most horror uh, movie book to movie adaptations? Stefan King. Correct. <laughs> uh, what title is Danny crowned in Midsommar? Oh, I mean, I don't know, I like mean, the Queen of Midsommar? No, I, if you you could you could figure this out. Okay. Uh, it's a festival at the end of spring, and so uh, like the Summer Queen. We have a day for it. The Mayday Queen? She's the May Queen. Okay. Uh, the reference in the famous Led Zeppelin song, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, man. The, my favorite. <laughs> so my random aside here. We're going to we're gonna pause. Um, have you ever seen uh, the MST3K or the, or the movie Soul Taker? No. There is a line where I believe Charlie Sheen's uncle. <laughs> Martin <laughs> Sheen? No, that no, it's the uh, other one, Emilio Estevez. It would be Emilio Estevez's. Uh, uh, so it would be his like father. like Char. No, well, Emilio is is Charlie brother. Is his Charlie brother. Sheen's brother? Yes, it, it's their uncle. Okay, says something like, "You're wrong, man. There is no stairway to he- Zeppelin's wrong, man. There is no stairway to heaven, or something <laughs> like that." All right. Um. Anyway, but, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> uh, well, we finished that. Oh, one. Okay, that was the main queen. Um. Uh, passengers have to survive what kind of outbreak in Train to Busan? Uh, zombies. Correct. Have you ever seen it? I've not, but I've heard it's really, really good. It is very good. We should watch it sometime. All right, we'll, we'll maybe do that for a regular episode That's or a it. stocking stuffer. Maybe it'll come to uh, flicks. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, what is the name of the hotel Jack Torrance is hired to care for in The Shining? <sighs> okay, so this is where the problem lies for me. Is that like... There's the real name of the actual hotel, and there's the name of the hotel in the in the right. movie, yeah. like in the book, in, in universe yeah. hotel name. And I want to say it's Overlook. It is okay because it's the Stanley Hotel in real life. I think so. Yes. Okay. Who plays Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? Um, it's the guy who played Rorschach. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's um, it's Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I know his name. Hold on, I'm I'm too drunk to answer uh, this question. My sister, who just got engaged yesterday, by the way. Oh, congrats to Jeff's sister. Uh, got her uh, fiance a signed glove by this person for Christmas. Oh man, I know this guy's name, and I feel like a total idiot. And I um, I'm, I'm gonna blame the fact that I'm drunk. Uh, it was some. I'll give you a hint. His last name is something we were just bashing like uh, ten minutes ago. Robert England. Yes. <laughs> I uh, that I should know. Like I should know that immediately. I, was I am. Say, I am too drunk I'm, to answer honestly, these questions. Honestly, it tells you how drunk Jay is, because he would know Robert England immediately if he was sober. Uh. Um, what is the real name of the Black Bride in Insidious Chapter 2? Oh, shit. Okay, so I've never seen a single Insidious movie. Uh. Part, because one of, one of the things that, like, pe- like, like, kids being in peril is always a little iffy for me, because I have mm. kids. Um, and I know that's kind of like a big thing in the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know, but, like, I know the dad maybe has some connection to the Black Bride. So I'm going to say whatever the dad in Insidious's name is. Uh, it is Parker Crane. I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, what year was the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre released? 1974, the same year as Black Christmas. Correct. Who plays Norman Bates in 1960s Psycho? Oh, shit. I know this guy's name, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, this guy's awesome too. I feel I feel like an idiot. 
I'm, I'm, I'm giving up. I'll give you a hint. It's a casual dining restaurant uh, for his last name. Anthony Perkins. Correct. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> uh, 1922's Nosferatu is an unofficial adaptation of which vampire book? Dracula. Correct. Uh, which city were Alex and his classmates flying to when he had a disturbing premonition on the plane in Final Destination? Paris. Correct. Who directed 1963's The Birds? Alfred Hitchcock. Correct. The Witch uh, takes place in what year? I believe it's The Vavitch, because <laughs> there's two Vs. <laughs> okay, Jay. Um, and I have no idea. I've not seen that movie. 1630. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the killer in the Saw franchise? Um, well, it's Jigsaw, but it's also John Kramer. Correct. They would have accepted either. Okay. Uh, which horror movie isn't based on a book? Frankenstein, Bird Box, Interview with the Vampire, or A Quiet Place? I would say A Quiet Place. Correct. All right. I would say it's pretty much between A Quiet Place and Bird Box. I uh, the, the only thing that, that let me know that was the other day I was at a bookstore, and I saw the, the book adaptation or oh, whatever oh. Of, of Bird Box. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the spacecraft the crew is aboard in Alien, one of Jay's favorite movies? Nostromo. Correct. In which city does 1992's Candyman take place? Chicago? Correct. Okay. Which actor appears in all these horror movies? The Purge, Sinister, and The Black Phone. Oh, shit. Um, Ethan Hawke. Correct. You know, random aside here. It's a real shame we don't talk enough about the fact that Ethan Hawke is only allowed to be human during the day. Yeah. And his wife is only allowed to be human during the night. Is that a Lady Hawk reference, Jay? <laughs> You're doing a Lady Hawk reference? I in sure here? am. Oh, boy. Hey, Lady Hawk's not a bad movie. No, Lady Hawk's, Lady Hawk's an all right movie. <laughs> all right. Well, things are being brought up here today, folks. I didn't think would be brought up. All right. Uh, how many killers are there in The Strangers? Okay, three. Correct. Who played Carrie in 1976's Carrie? Uh, it's like Sally... Something. Sally, not Sally Fields. She's, uh, <laughs> Sally, oh, sh Sally Struthers. Sissy Spacek. Oh, I was close. <laughs> Where does Noah meet Steve in Fresh? I have no idea. I know the only, no, I have no idea. The grocery store. Okay, that makes sense. I think it's about people eating people. Maybe <laughs> someone's butt gets eaten, and not uh, in the fun way. I think so. <laughs> what is the name of the pop-up book Samuel asks Amelia to read to him in The Babadook? Um, oh, man, shoot. Okay, what's it called? Um, I'm going to say The Babadook. Uh, Mr. Babadook. Oh, I'll give that to you. It's right. pretty close. Uh, I'm not going to give it to myself. <laughs> what year was Let the Right One In released? All, good movie. Also a solid American remake. Uh, that's also one that I've not seen, but yes, I've heard the, I've heard the American remake. 2011. I'm just going to, I'm throwing it out there. I don't know. 2008. Oh, wow. Okay. The year of the last gigantic economic collapse, <laughs> which is impending now. Uh, which actor and actress play Ed and Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring universe? I have to name the actor. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> um. Hmm. So it's the dad from Insidious. 
and the lady is also the sister of the person in the nun. I have no idea. I'm I'll, very bad well, with actors. I'll give you a hint on the man. Uh, he's also Aquaman's brother. If um, that helps you at all. Okay, so Aquaman's brother is Prince Norm. Orn. Orm. Orm. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. That's uh, Patrick Wilson. Okay. And uh, Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Yeah, okay. I think. Uh, the Losers Club reunites after how many years in it? Okay, so they were like kids, and then I want to say they... I, I'm going to say like... Uh, well, it's in the Creature Awakens every set amount of years, and that's when they reunite. Okay. Shit. Oh, man, I, I already failed this. It's with the- actually the number of years between the TV miniseries and the first It movie coming out are actually this period of time. Okay. So if you know when that came out, you'll know. Okay. 20 years. 27 years. Damn, all right. Oh, here we go. What is used to suppress the evil leprechaun's powers in Leprechaun, Jay? Um, please tell me my wife got me a set of all the leprechaun movies remastered on blu-ray for christmas <laughs> even leprechaun in spl- space in, in space <laughs> you you think leprechaun in space is the crazy one jay there's leprechaun in the hood and the, the, leprechaun back to the yeah hood. there's leprechaun back to the hood <laughs> um Shit, I know I've seen at least one Leprechaun It's movie. It's something related to Good Luck and uh, St. Patrick's So a four-leaf Day. clover. Yes. Okay. If Jay wasn't so drunk, he probably would have got that already. <laughs> That's why I was giving him a hint. Uh, which two slashers faced off against one another in a historic movie released in 2003? Oh, man. So this is a movie I, I drug my dad to at the uh, theater that... Not the theater in Merle Hay Mall but the theater behind Merle Hay Mall. Do you know what I'm uh, talking about? Yes, I do know. Um, I also saw Darkness Falls and not Euro Trip, but that movie where Ashton Kutcher and whatever his wife is wind up like going to Europe uh, for their honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't remember the title, is. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, um, but anyway, Freddy versus Jason. Yes. Maybe I also saw Reign of Fire there, which that shows the quality of the movies oh. I chose to watch. Freddy vs. Jason is actually one of the first movies I ever bought for myself. It's really good. Yeah. It, 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 I, think, I think that movie's underrated. Yeah. I think that movie's no, fun. I like it. Um, in Insidious and Insidious Chapter 2, it's discovered that both Josh and his son Dalton have the ability to do what? Um... Which makes them vulnerable to the Isn't monster. it like, it's like, it's like a lucid dream or something. Astral projection. Okay. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, I hunt blackulas. I can't astral project. <laughs> exactly. I can't, re- <laughs> it's definitely not blackulas, Jay, but I can't rule out <laughs> Caucasian vampires. I love Jefferson. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the child at the center of the omen, Jay? Damien. I, I cannot give you a last name. It's all for you, Damien. <sighs> what a great scene. Yep. Oh, in Imthregan, Jay, what exactly is Imthregan? I mean, a robot doll? Yes. All right. Well, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, who directed the remakes of Halloween in 2007 and 2009? Uh, Robert Zombiefield. Uh, correct. <laughs> all right. Oh, here we go. Which sci-fi horror movie stars Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix? 
and also has the dumbest twist of all time. Uh, Which is an M. Night Shyamalan movie, so that uh, shouldn't surprise you. Mel Gibson. Oh, Signs. Yes, Signs. Okay. Yes, aliens who are weak to water, Jay, would choose to invade the Earth, which is <laughs> like 70%, 70% water. <laughs> I was, so my brain, so the reason that took me a second was I was thinking of Sci-Fi the Channel, oh, okay. and I was like, how would they get Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson? Yeah, I was going to say, how would they get movie? Mel Gibson? <laughs> That'd be insane. Swing away, noble. Swing away. Now, I, 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 and I don't know. Maybe this is a hot take. I do not think science is very good. I honestly, I don't think. I'm beginning to wonder if M. Night Shyamalan ever made a good movie. I, the Sixth Sense is the. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're a David Gordon Green situation well, where, as I say, the Sixth Sense is an okay movie the first time, but then once you know what's going on, it's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, in what state does 1968's Night of the Living Dead take place? Oh, uh, oh, a state, It's huh? a state uh, that has a lot of people, uh, friends of the show, and I'll give you that hint. Um, oh, man, <laughs> New Jersey? No. Oh. It's, uh, I'll give you one more guess. Um. If Jay wasn't so drunk, he would have got this immediately. You know... So, okay, so here's what I know about Night of the Living Dead. I know no one lives because the cops kill the guy at the end. Yeah. I know in the remake, Tony Todd plays the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about all I know about Night of the Living Dead. Um, so I'm going to say, all right, if a lot of friends from the show, Pennsylvania. Correct. All right. Who played Frankenstein's monster in Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and Son of Frankenstein? Is it Boris Karloff? It is. All right. Lon Chaney Jr. <laughs> funny, Jay. Very funny. Uh, also, bonus note, uh, if anybody didn't know, Boris Karloff is actually the Grinch in the animated 1966 Grinch. Oh, cool. All right, we are halfway through the quiz, Jay. Oh, man. All right, I think I'm at 34. <laughs> We're doing strong. We're staying strong. No. All right, in the purge, how long does the annual purge last? 24 hours. 12 hours. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> I thought for sure, Jay, we get that one. <laughs> I should have gotten that one. <laughs> Things are going off the rails, Noble. Uh, what is the name of the killer in the Scream franchise? I mean, Ghostface? Yeah, correct. When was the first Paranormal Activity movie released? 2009. 2007. And I actually, I did know that one because I actually went to the first Paranormal Activity movie. Really? 2007? Yep. I knew it wasn't uh, any later than that because I was still in middle school. Oh, man. All right. All right. Uh, how did Dr. Jessener's daughter, Christine, become disfigured in Eyes Without a Face? Uh, by being born without with eyes without a face, I have no idea. <laughs> she was in a car accident. Okay. Uh, what is the brand of doll that uh, Chucky is? He's a good guy. Correct. What is the highest grossing horror movie of all time, which is also very depressing? I added that last part. <laughs> um, I mean, I want to say Jaws. No. Okay. That wouldn't be depressing. Oh, uh, that wouldn't be depressing. Okay. Um, so it's going to be something stupid, like... Um, um, what was the name? Nope. Nope. Uh, it's 2017's It. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, no, that, that works. So many better horror movies than that. 
And I, I apologize, Jordan Peele. Nope is a fine movie. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, 1985's The Fly won an Oscar for what? Uh, special effects. Uh, be a little more specific. Uh, oh, shit. Do I have to be more specific than special effects? Practical effects? Uh, best makeup. Okay. Shit. All right. <laughs> what 2016 movie centers on an entity that can only be seen when the lights are off? Um. Oh, oh man. Shit. I rented this and saw it. Uh, so I've seen the... I've seen the short film I think this is based off of. Lights Out. Correct. What town does Jaws take place in? Oh, man. I don't know if I know the name of the town off the top of my head. It's also a famous horror, Jay. I'll give you that hint. Amityville. Uh, Amity Island. Okay. So, yes, I'll give that to you. (laughs) In Halloween, Michael Myers' mask is actually a mask of which actor? One Bill Shatner. The immortal Bill Shatner. The the star? (laughs) I'd say the star of a Christmas horror story. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. Uh, In Host, a group of friends accidentally summon a supernatural force by doing what over Zoom? Uh, I don't know, like a Ouija board? Holding a seance. Okay. Who directed the original version of The Hills Have Eyes? Oh, the okay. Uh, Wes Craven. Correct. What is the name of Jodie Foster's character in Silence of the Lambs, Jay? Uh, Clarice Starling. My dad's favorite movie. (laughs) Which is still baffling to me, but whatever. Uh, In which horror movie franchise... Oh, no. Which two horror movie franchises were the first video game series? Uh, Silent Hill? And... Resident Evil. Correct. Okay. Uh, Carol Ann interacts with spirits through which household electronic item in Poltergeist? The TV. Correct. Uh, which actress stars in 2020's The Invisible Man? Which actually is pretty good if you haven't seen it. Oh, sh- I have. I, 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 another weak spot of mine is always knowing actors and actresses, which is a fun thing for this podcast because it yeah. gives me a chance to like associate actors more and more like i i've had i've had issues my wife can attest to this i've had a lot of issues knowing which actor is which all that to say i have no idea okay uh it's elizabeth moss okay and interesting note uh the invisible man was actually the last movie my brother and i saw in theaters before they closed for covid oh okay it's i i've not seen it but i've heard it's really really good it is it's a it's a good twist on uh what you would expect i would say better than hollow man is what you're saying um Yes. Okay. <laughs> Although, I'd say Hollow Man has some of its own merits. And Hollow Man has Kevin Bacon. That's true. Uh, what was the first horror movie to win the Best Picture Oscar? Oh, man. Iron Jaws. No. No. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Your dad's favorite movie. My dad's again. favorite movie. Uh, also a movie that maybe, I mean, I don't know. I find, the, I find Silence of the Lambs horror movie... It's yeah. more of like a crime movie. Or like well, a, like I said, it's horror is that's why this podcast was such a great idea, Jay, is because horror is so subjective to people. Like I would never be scared by Silence of the Lambs, but some people are. Yeah. And it's gross, so, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, which horror movie isn't based on a Stephen King book? Misery, nineteen twenty two, Gerald's Game, or Creep? Um I'm gonna go so I have no idea what nineteen twenty two is. But I know that Creep is the guy from uh, The League. So I'm going to go with that. It is Creep. Okay. I have no idea what 1922 is. <laughs> I don't either. 
I actually I do I know what 1922 is because I started watching it one night on Netflix and turned it off after like 20 minutes. The uh the the movie adaptation of Gerald's Game though. I think that's that movie's a lot of it's a little weird, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's solid. Honestly, uh a little Stephen King aside here before we move on. I don't like Stephen King's books, but I tend to like his short stories. I like The Stand. I think that's the only Stephen King book that I'm a huge fan of. As I say, Stephen King's writing style where it's just like, he does he does like a stream of consciousness almost, it seems like. And some of it's just like too, it's too far afield for me. I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm a big fan of like the character of Randall Flagg. Yeah. But I just, I don't want to go out of my way to read like all of the Dark Tower stuff because mm-hmm. I know technically he's the bad guy. Right, or yeah. That's it's a lot of overlapping stuff, uh, but no, my favorite Stephen King story I think is The Mist. Okay, oh, that one's fun. Yeah. Uh, which horror movie has the most sequels, Jay? Ooh. Um. I mean, so are they counting? So I'm gonna ask this, kind of out of out of whatever. Are they counting like remakes? Uh, no, just sequels. Okay. Um. So direct sequels. Mm-hmm. There are ten Friday the Thirteenth movies. Correct. Okay. It's Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, which Marvel Universe actor stars in 2011's The Cabin in the Woods? Dave Batista. No. No. Wait. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yes. I was, was thinking. I was thinking that new. M. I was going to say. Movie. I, I did not see that because it was an M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie, but. <laughs> Speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, Jay, we should watch Old one of these days. <laughs> the old beach. <laughs> the beach that turns people old. How many people were ghost-faced in the first Scream movie? So this is a point of contention, because there is an argument that maybe there's an, a, a couple additional people. Two. Yes, two. <laughs> one of which has never been confirmed dead, by the way. Yep. No, I. You know, <laughs> Stu, Stu's coming back, maybe. <laughs> What year was the Blob released? The original Blob. Oh shit! Um, I have no idea. Nineteen fifty-eight. Okay, I was gonna say like forty-two, so I was way off. Uh, in which country does the Nun take place, Jay? France, Romania. Shit! <laughs> I was so positive on that one. Confidently incorrect. <laughs> which actor made his film debut in A Nightmare on Elm Street, Jay? <laughs> Robert England. No. No. Johnny Depp. Correct. Okay. I was going to say, if you don't get this one, Jay, you really are drunk over there. <laughs> what is the name of the virus that infects humanity in 28 Days Later? It has a name? Yes. Shit. It's actually, uh, you you know it. I bet you know it. Like the rage virus. Correct. Okay. Uh, also, apparently 28 Years Later is in the process of being made. I've heard that. Interesting. I, 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 liked, I liked 28 Days Later. I was not as big a fan of 28 Weeks Later. Mm-hmm. Uh, who played Count Dracula in 1931's Dracula? Um, also made famous by Ed Wood. Boris Karloff. No. Pulls the string, Jay. Pulls the string. I have no idea. Bella Lugosi. Oh, shit. That's the name I meant to say. <laughs> I said Boris Karloff. <laughs> I was going to say, Boris Karloff is Frankenstein of the mummy, Jay. No, the, the, so my, my wife buys that, like, Bella Gioso cheese or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the joke is that the reason she buys it is because it makes her think yeah, of Bella, Bella Lugosi. Correct. It's the proper reason to buy that cheese, Jay. Yeah, I mean, I should have gotten that one. That's, that's on me. Oh, here we go. 
<laughs> in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. <gasps> the best one. Audiences finally got an explanation as to why Michael Myers couldn't be killed. What was it? Um, Druidic thorn powers. <laughs> yes. He's made immortal by a druidic curse. <laughs> what is the name of the town in Nebraska where Children of the Corn takes place? It, oh, shit. Um, so, uh, have I mentioned this on the podcast? Andrea's father-in-law? No, uh, stepfather. Sorry, father-in-law would be my dad. <laughs> um, uh, my wife's, my wife's uh, stepdad was an extra in children of the corn oh cool um all that because i think i think it was filmed in iowa but takes place in nebraska um all that to say i have no idea omaha gatlin <laughs> okay <laughs> and also i was gonna say your wife's father-in-law is a weird way to refer to your dad <laughs> <laughs> which movie wasn't directed by james wan saw the conjuring dead silence or m3 gen oh shit Saw, Dead Silence, M3, and what was the other one? The Conjuring. Oh, shit. I feel like they're all James Wan movies. He this was is... involved in all these movies, but he did not direct all of them. I'm going to say M3. Yes, he did not. Okay. He was just a producer on that one. Which also, if you haven't seen M3, pretty solid movie. No, I, I, I think M3 is a lot of fun. It was better than it had a right to be. No, then she does the little dance while chasing the guy down the yeah. hallway. A bla- and, and when she gallops like a horse or like runs like a dog, that scene's great too. Yeah. Uh, what year was It Follows released, Jay? Uh, it's, the two th- it's like the 2010s somewhere. I'm going to yes. say... Um, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. 2012. 2014. Shit. All right. And also, there's a sequel coming out, apparently. It and Follows. Or... It's literally called It Follows Again. <laughs> which points for leaning into it. <laughs> uh, what kind of mask does Jason Voorhees wear, Jay? Um, well, in the original... Or, not in the original movie. In the original movie, he wears no mask. In the sequel, in, Hol- in Halloween 2, Jesus Christ, in Friday the 13th 2, <laughs> he wears a burlap sack over his head. Is It, it isn't until, like, halfway through Halloween... God damn it, I didn't get <laughs> Friday the 13th 3, that he puts on a hockey mask. Correct, Jay. I'm very I'm, drunk. I'm glad you knew all that history, even as inebriated as you are. What is the name of the killer who possesses the doll that becomes Chucky? Charles Lee Ray. Correct. How does the Abbott family communicate in a quiet place? Uh, I don't know, sign language? Correct. Okay. That movie fucking sucks. I would say also the quiet place is bad and makes no (laughs) sense. But that will be another stocking stuffers episode. (laughs) Movies that I actually had this idea and now I think I'm going to go with it after this. Movies that everybody says are good but are actually garbage. (laughs) I, I like that idea. Uh. What line was written over and over again in Jack's manuscript in The Shining? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Correct. Who played George Lutz in the 2005 remake of the Amityville Horror? Ryan Reynolds. Correct, for some reason. Because uh, he's hot. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess. But that's not really the kind of thing you usually get in a horror movie. Uh, which actor wasn't in Interview with a Vampire, Jay? Brad Pitt. Antonio Banderas, Kiefer Sutherland, or Tom Cruise? Okay, shit. So I, I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise are in it. Um, I'll tell you, yes, they are. Okay, so it's either Kiefer Sutherland, it's either Keith R. Sutherland or Antonio. <laughs> I've never seen. I've only read the book Interview with a Vampire. Um, I'll say Keith. I'll say Keith R. Sutherland. Correct. He's right. in the Lost Boys. <laughs> 
what is the name of the boy uh, Becky and Cal are trying to help in the tall grass? I have, I've never even seen. I've never even heard of this movie. I don't think so. I have no idea. Uh, it, I'll give you a hint. It's saw related. It's saw related in the tall grass. That's the name of the, the movie in yes, the tall grass. The, I've na- never the heard name, of this. the name is uh, saw related. The name of the uh, kid, Jigsaw. I don't no. know. <laughs> Tobin. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yes, for Tobin Bell. Uh, what color clothes do the doppelgangers and us wear? Red. Correct. Uh, in which 2021 horror movie, uh, which 2021 horror movie shares the name of its original movie, made in 1992? 2021 horror, 2021 horror movie that shares. Yes. It shares the exact same title with the movie that was made in 1992. Oh, man, I'm going to, oh, Candyman. Correct. What is the name of the demon that possesses uh, Reagan and the Exorcist? Pazuzu. Correct. Also the name of the gargoyle in Futurama? I, yes. This. Uh, what was the how? Ha- what was Halloween originally going to be called? Oh shit! It had an original name. Yes, it's actually a very generic name. I have no idea. The Babysitter Murders. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I think I knew that. Yeah, I think you did too. Jay wasn't so drunk. This is why this quiz is more fun with Jay drunk. <laughs> it's more. This was the perfect <laughs> idea. I knew this wasn't going to be that hard of a quiz because it's Reader's Digest. So I was like, this will be the perfect opportunity to spring this on Jay. <laughs> Uh, what do Carrie's classmates dump on her at prom? Uh, pig's blood. Correct. Uh, the rental house uh, test books in Barbarian is in which Detroit neighborhood? The neighborhoods have names in Detroit? Yes. I have no idea. Uh, Brightmore. Okay, I've never seen... I, I've heard it's good. I've not seen Barbarian. only reason I've ever heard of Brightmore is because Kid Rock's uh, childhood home was outside of Brightmore, <laughs> Detroit. His giant mansion. Yes, where he home. lived in a mansion, yes. <laughs> but, you know, he's from the streets, yo. Yeah. Uh, 1981's Evil Dead tells the story of a group of college friends who must survive against supernatural forces in a remote cabin. Which college do they attend? Fuck. <laughs> Evil Dead is... I, I like Evil Dead. I've seen the first one. Um, I've seen some of the other... I don't think I could name the college. Michigan State. Okay. Uh, which two colors make up Freddy Krueger's sweater? Uh, red and green. It's a Christmas sweater. Correct. How many Hellraiser movies are in the franchise at this point? Oh, boy. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of them. More than you would expect. So, so I was gonna... My initial reaction was six. Not even close. Not even close. I'll, I'll give you one more guess because this is a little obscure. Well, so we also know if we're not counting remakes, Hellraiser can't have as many as Friday the 13th, which we answered earlier. Nine. Eleven. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I think Friday the 13th actually has. They must be counting the remakes. I think they were 13. Okay. But in 1942's Cat People, which Jay mentioned earlier, Arena is concerned she'll turn into what if she becomes physical with her husband? It's like a panther or a jaguar. It is a panther. You're correct. The only only reason I know that this is a Christmas horror movie podcast, Curse of the Cat People is a Christmas movie. It is on the list. (laughs) This one is a little bit of a trick question, but you'll need to give the answer uh, that the mainstream public accepts. Uh, Who directed Poltergeist? Um, Steven Spielberg, Toby Hooper. Okay. Oh shit! Yes. They gave Toby Hooper the director credit, but by all accounts, Steven Spielberg is the one who actually did most of the work. Oh, okay. 
he was a producer on it, and then uh, basically Toby Hooper couldn't handle it. It sounded like he was getting too like pulled in too many different directions, and so he kind of just took over. Also, uh, uh, I believe the day we were recording this is uh, Toby Hooper's birthday. So happy yeah. birthday, Toby Hooper! Yes, happy birthday. Uh, where does the thing take place, Jay? Antarctica. Correct. And the final question. Okay. What mother-daughter pair separately starred in these uh, horror movies? Psycho and Halloween H2O. Um, I, mother... Oh, wait. Read it again. <laughs> what mother-daughter pair separately starred in these two horror movies? Psycho and Halloween H2O. Janet Lee and Jamie Lee Curtis. Correct. For whatever reason, I, I heard Psycho was like Halloween, and I'm like, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter isn't in Halloween H2O? <laughs> All right, well... I think I got 63. I was going to say, you did decently for being so drunk, Jay. Yeah, I would have gotten a couple more. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't have gotten all of them. Right. Honestly, I'm thinking you probably would have got probably like around 70, 75, right, if you weren't drunk. Well, <laughs> uh, hey, not too bad. Yeah. Made it more fun. That's a solid C. Yeah. That's on brand for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, this podcast <laughs> is nothing but a solid C. Uh, but yeah, listeners, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, putting up with... Us drinking beers and burping into the microphone and <laughs> having a fun old time on yeah. stocking stuffers. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, now known as X, Instagram, uh, Q app, Blue Sky, uh, Threads, where horror the number four holidays. Uh, YouTube.com slash horror for the holidays. Uh, go ahead and subscribe there. Hit the little bell so you know when stuff actually comes out. Thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up everything. Oh, rate us five stars on all the podcast apps. You know them. Yeah, catch us on your podcatcher. Uh, give us five stars. Leave a review, especially if the episodes are bad. Yeah. Uh, leave us a five-star review. We'll read your review if it's five stars. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, sure. I know. this has been a fun episode. Yeah, we're going to start trying to do uh, more weekly content. I agree. I think this is a good idea. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch you again in, in a week and with a with a regular episode. Uh and then back in two weeks with another stocking stuffer, hopefully. We will. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Bye.